Hey guys, welcome back to the Grant Mint Podcast, episode number 29. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about controlling the narrative. Controlling the narrative is controlling what you or anybody else is thinking based off controlled messaging, right? So for example, we see this a ton more than ever in the last 10 years. If you follow any sort of politics, especially in the United States, but even in the EU and Australia and other different countries, is we see now media outlets controlling a narrative on someone that we know is completely opposite than the way that they're making it. The problem is, is while most of us believe it, there's many other people who are out there that listen to this. And so it can sway votes, it can sway public opinion, it can cause conflicts within a country, with other countries, in between different parties, peoples, and countries. And it's so essential. And we've seen how this has really made a difference on the way that we live our everyday life. Now, controlling the narrative can also be done in your own life. And this is an intriguing way to do this. And I realized this over the last two years is assuming anyone that's listening to this podcast, one, they want to improve their life. Two, they're conscious about the things that they're trying to work on moving up in life, being more successful. So that's a great start already at in. But I'm going to assume that everyone here is motivated. And I'm also going to assume that pretty much everyone here, for the most part, goes out and tries their best and works hard. This is the problem. If you work hard and you're motivated and you go out and just work and work and work and work and work, what's going to happen is you are going to be at the mercy of the environment that you're in the information that you hear, the people that you're around, and the content that you constantly consume. We have to start looking at our brain as a almost million-year-old brain that is processing all of this information, all of this information, like a computer, and spitting it out into the universe. This starts with our feelings, our thoughts, then our words, then our actions, our habits, our lifestyles, and then it trickles into every single aspect of our entire life. So here's the thing. The best and most successful people are extremely proactive at every single thing they do. They have intention, they have process, and they have systems. And with that being said, you have to control the narrative in your own mind. Let's think about this. If you just wake up and you go, man, I want to do this. I'm so excited about my week, this, that, and the other. You log into social media or Twitter or Instagram, whatever the case may be. If you aren't following the right people or you follow any sort of news outlet, is the news that they're putting out going to be positive? Probably not. Because the news sources realize that positive, happy stuff doesn't really trigger a lot of emotions for people. They realize that they can control people's brains Make them become addicted to this information if it associates with trauma, stress, issues, and different things that can trigger people's emotions and make them watch more and spread that news. And so from the second you wake up, even if you have all this great emotions and effort and all this good stuff, you're getting bombarded with bad information. Let's say you then also live with people who are super negative, You maybe date someone that's very negative, toxic. Maybe you have friends or you're in environments that aren't really good. No matter how talented and tough you may be, no matter how good you would like to think that you are, 
that will have an effect on the way that your brain works, the way it processes problems, and the way that it sees and creates a perspective for you that makes you make certain decisions and live your life in a certain way. So the only way to do this is to create an edge for yourself and control the narrative. Here's how you do it. Number one, take inventory of the environment you have put yourself in the last two to three weeks. Okay, that's one. I want you to think about where do you currently live? Is it an apartment? Is it a house? Is it a friend's house, family's house? Is it an RV? Is it what, what, whatever it is? Like, where do you live? Who do you live with? Who are your neighbors? Who are the people that you walk past? Who are the people that you wave at when you're, going, you're passing the mailbox or when you're leaving your neighborhood or leaving your apartment complex? Who are these people? What do they talk about? What do they think about? What do they like when they communicate with you? Now, when you go out into the city that you live in, what are the vibes like? Who are the people that you're around? What are the things that you do? Who do you live with? Who are you friends with? Who do you text? Who do you FaceTime? Who do you call? What do you listen to on social media? And write all of these things down. And I want you to just think about it. Okay, so you have that list down. Now I want you to think about what life you want to live. If those people, those environments and those situations don't match what you're going after, it is not good for your brain to even process. Guys, look. Our brain does not know if a million dollars or $10 million or anything or getting this car or living in this neighborhood is good or bad. We were all taught if it was good or bad. We were told that this amount of money or this type of lifestyle is really hard to get and only a few people get it and it's really expensive. We were taught these things. We were taught these things by outside sources. So if your brain is controlled, for the most part, off of the hardwiring and the software and the information that is downloaded into that computer, which is your brain, we can change this. Now, if you've thought a certain way and been around a certain crowd for a long period of time, is it going to be harder to change? Absolutely. Which means you need to start now. Not tomorrow, not next week, today. You have to change the information the data, the environment, and the things that your brain is processing on a day-to-day basis. So figure out what you want and write that down. And then I want you to start putting yourselves in environments and listening to people, surrounding yourself with things, and studying and learning the information that will help produce these results. Now, does this guarantee anything? Of course not. Of course not. But it gives yourself one hell of a better chance if your brain is associating surviving and living off of these inherent things, okay? Now, you, let's, let's go through this, continue, right? You've gone through these two steps, and now three, control your self-talk. Your brain has about seventy to 80,000 thoughts per day. And likely, your greatest enemy and your most negative person, even if you're quote-unquote a positive person, if you're positive, let's say... 60 to 70% of your time, that means you still have about 30 to 40,000, 20,000 negative thoughts a day. Even if you're around the worst person ever, they don't tell you 20,000 negative things a day, do they? Which means we're worse than damn near any single person that we could get around. So control the narrative. 
Here's how you do it. The second you wake up, your eyes barely open. You're kind of out of it. I want you to say affirmations in your head like you're hypnotizing your brain. What you're trying to do is you're trying to trigger your subconscious mind to change the way that your operating system works. Okay, so barely open your eyes. Start saying things that you want to feel. Okay, write them down. Are you well? You want to be wealthy, happy, successful, confident. If you're not confident right now, you need to tell yourself you're confident 1,000 times a day until your brain hurts. Suddenly, you're going to become confident. So you wake up. You go, I'm wealthy, I'm wealthy, I'm wealthy. Successful, I'm successful, successful. Money flows in my direction. Money flows in my direction. I am happy, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm positive. I'm around amazing people. I have endless opportunities. Life is amazing. There is so much opportunity. Everything is coming together. And I want you to say this for the first like 5, 10, 15 minutes of your day while you're laying there. If you're out of it, this is even better because it'll trigger your subconscious even more. Now, what's going to happen is slowly your hardwiring is going to change. You're going to notice for that first hour to your day, you're going to feel a little bit better. But here's the problem. You get on your first call of the day, first meeting of the day, your boss is rude. They go, why aren't you hitting your numbers? Why aren't you doing this? Blah, 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 blah. Or you get a text from a friend that's gossiping about something he or she's going through. You then get in your car, someone honks at you and almost cuts you off. Now, is that affecting your hardwiring and your brain and your software as well? Of course. So you have to control this narrative. Let's backtrack. We have to create a lifestyle and a process that eliminates these type of environments and people as much as humanly possible. That doesn't mean you avoid problems, but it means you set yourself up for situation and process and environment that can breed these great results. So you get on, you get off that call, let's say it was negative, immediately start doing the same thing again. Go, I'm confident, I'm confident, I'm wealthy, I'm wealthy. I have opportunity, I'm a leader. I'm successful, I'm wealthy. You're saying these things over and over and over and over and over again. Suddenly about 10 minutes later, 15 minutes later, you're feeling a little bit better. Okay, then your friends that you've always hung out with asked to hang out later that day and grab drinks or grab dinner. You go. Remember, you're, you're, you're making an effort. You're doing all these things. Suddenly, they're gossiping. They're talking about, complaining about the ex-girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. They're complaining about their job. They're negative. They're not talking about any ideas. They're not talking about anything that they want to do in life. You leave that dinner and you're drained. You're like, oh, I feel like I have no energy. I feel like they suck the life out of me. Now, there's two ways to handle this. One, yes, you can start doing affirmations. You can listen to something positive. You can relax. You can unwind. You can kind of get your energy back. But like we talked about, successful people are proactive. So on top of yes, you get home, you do whatever, you make sure that you're thinking the right things. For sure, that's obvious. But what you need to do even more is anticipate that these people are probably like that. And that doesn't mean that they're bad people. But maybe what we need to do is start looking at them and go, okay, maybe I should pull back spending so much time with these people, at least during the weekday when I have work, that has problems that I have to find solutions for and I have to figure things out and it's extremely challenging and I need to make sure I am in my peak mental state. So instead of going out with them on the weekdays or whatever the case may be, start hanging out with them maybe once a weekend, once every couple of weeks or once a month and start 
using that same time and energy to control the narrative and put the right thoughts in the right environments and the right people in your head. Here's the thing, guys. You have to be willing to walk alone for a season at worst to level up to the life that you want to live. The more successful and fulfilled and happy and more value you bring to the world, the better the people that are going to come in it. But they are not going to come into your life if you are constantly hanging out with people who aren't going where you are going and are killing and crushing your mental and your mindset. I see this more than ever. Most of you guys know I run a solar company. And training sales reps, I think, is probably one of the hardest things to ever do. Because even if you're incredible at sales, there's so much emotion, up, downs, and upset people, and rude people, and amazing highs where you're making all this money. And it's it's just, there's so many moving parts. And we haven't even started talking about a, a specific salesperson or business person's personal life. You don't know if someone's about to pass away. You don't know if they have troubles in their marriage. You don't know about their kids. So there's so many different moving parts. And the most successful, consistent, consistent is very, very, very difficult to do, but consistent sales reps are the sales reps and people that have processes and systems and they constantly control their environments. You can tell they're not caught up in BS stuff with family, with their kids not having anywhere to go. They've already thought through these things and they have someone to take their kids from point A to point B. They know they they coordinate with their spouse or husband or wife on who to pick up the kids at what time. They delegate and focus on the times that they have to be working on getting deals and scheduling appointments and doing all these different things. They're proactive in every single aspect of their life. The sloppy ones are the ones that in the middle of the day, they're running errands. They're going to do stuff. They know they need to get new tires, but they push it out and push it out and push it out. They don't make the right calls that they know they're going to make because they're good enough to get away with it. And they push it out and push it out and push it out. They finally make a big check. They go splurge it on all types of stupid stuff. They know they need to save. They know to invest, but they don't do it. Then suddenly they have flat tires and then they don't have the money for that and then they can't drive. So then that becomes an issue. It's a trickle down effect of sloppiness. We have to be intentional about the way that we live and the things that we think about. When I was in my journey, really starting out and I was in New York and I was super broke and I was living in that tiny apartment with the six different guys. I was in a toxic environment. I was in a really bad relationship at the time. I was stressed out because all my friends and people that I knew growing up were all graduating school. They're posting those pictures, graduation pictures on Instagram. And I'm 22, still in junior college, have two to three years left. I'm broke. Football's not going the way it wants to, to go. And I'm being told all these negative things. So I had to change my environment. I didn't have resources. I didn't have connections. But I pulled myself out of it and would go to this little Barnes and Noble And I would pick books off the business shelf and sit there and read for two to three hours. I would learn things. I would study things. And I would slowly start changing the way that I felt. I then would go to the nicest parts in New York. I'd go to Fifth Avenue. I'd go to Central Park. I'd go to really nice hotels and I would just hang out there. I'd order a drink. Worst case, just get some water. um, And just kind of feel what it felt like 
to be successful. But what I was doing is I was priming my brain to associate survival, living, and happiness and being extremely comfortable being in those environments. If you're not comfortable in those type of abundant environments, your body will naturally reject them. You will literally self-sabotage yourself and create obstacles that weren't even going to be there in the first place just because your brain is trying to protect yourself. We have to change the way that we're processing things. So this week, what I want you guys to do is take inventory of your life about where have you been associating yourself for the past couple of weeks? What have you been telling yourself? What have you been talking about? And every time you're about to catch yourself saying something negative, I want you to pause, think about it, correct yourself and say something positive, and then continue the conversation. We are the artist of our lives. This is a video game, damn near. You can do anything you want. You can live anywhere you want. You can be anything you want to be. Not everyone is sitting there thinking about you. Think about this. Everybody has their own problems and different things that they're facing. But you have the opportunity to change what you become, your kids' life, your family's lives, and the people around you in your communities, cities, countries, and towns. But it starts with you. And if you can't control your finances, you can't control the success and the protection of your family, you do not need to be worrying about anything else. Because that is, that is step one. And we have to become disciplined and focused to do these things. Everyone is capable of it. You can do it. So I hope you guys enjoyed episode 29. I appreciate all the love and support as always. And if you enjoy the podcast, make sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. As always, you guys can find me on social media at Grant Mitt. I'm on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. I'm going to be continue to post more content there and everything. But as always, I appreciate the love and support. I hope you guys have an incredible week. See you guys again for episode 30. Thanks, guys.